More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a name that you may not remember. I'm going to remind you of who Tony Bobolinsky is. Tony Bobolinsky is maybe the bravest man who's still alive to ever talk bad about the Biden crime family. He was the first domino to drop of those that are in and around Joe Biden. Hunter Biden, James Biden, and explaining how the Biden crime family worked. How did he know everything? Because he was the business associate to Hunter Biden. He also worked with James Biden, Joe Biden's brother. And this week, Hunter Biden's ex-associate, Tony Bobolinsky, the same guy that was a whistleblower days before the election, the same guy who was interviewed by the FBI, and then the FBI did nothing with the information he gave them, including evidence. The same guy who said he was trying to tell the truth, and no one in the deep state would listen to him. The same guy that the media attacked as saying that he had an axe to grind with the Biden crime family. He is now headed to Capitol Hill this week, and he will testify in the impeachment inquiry into the president of the United States of America, President Joe Biden. House Republicans have brought in several former associates of the Biden family businesses to testify in a wide-ranging impeachment investigation. That is how it has been described by those that are leading the way. This is obviously important because... Hunter Biden is trying to dismiss people like Tony Bobolinsky, and so is the president of the United States of America. Now, Tony Bobolinsky, the former business associate of Hunter Biden, is expected to testify behind closed doors on Capitol Hill on Tuesday as the latest witness in the House impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. And that's the reason why I keep saying that over and over again is because it's important you understand this at this point really has nothing to do at all. I mean, nothing to do with Hunter Biden. It now has everything to do with the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. Tony Bobolinsky is that former business associate and a source familiar with the planning has said that uh, Tony Bobolinsky will appear at 10 a.m. for a transcribed interview before both the House Oversight and the, the Judiciary Committee as well. 
The testimony, they say, could last eight hours, according to sources. Now, Bob Alinsky, who worked with Hunter Biden to create that joint venture, Senehawk Holdings with Chinese energy company CEFC, that company that's given millions and millions of dollars to the Biden crime family, met directly with the president of the United States of America, and he will testify to this back in 2017. You may remember Joe Biden has said time and time again, that he never talked about business with any of his family members. He never met with any of the Biden's associates, business associates. We now know from Tony Bobolinsky and what he has said, that is an absolute lie. Bobolinsky also in December demanded that Biden, quote, stop lying about that meeting and called on him to correct the record, saying this at the time. Why is Joe Biden blatantly lying to the American people and the world by claiming that he did not meet me face to face? That's what Bob Alinsky told Fox News in a statement. He should call his son Hunter and brother Jim as they can remind him of the facts. The American people, quote, deserve the truth. He added, I call on Mr. Biden to stop lying and correct the record. Bob Alinsky said he is a former decorated Navy officer who is willing to die for this great country and held the highest security clearance issued by the Department of Energy. Bob Alinsky worked with Hunter Biden to create the joint venture, Senehawk Holdings, with Chinese energy company CEFC. That energy company is the same one that was shook down by Hunter Biden in that WhatsApp's message that has become so famous, where he says, I'm sitting here with my father. Now, I want to play for you. What Tony Bobolinsky had to say, this was now about four years ago when he was the first whistleblower to work with the Biden crime family to come forward and tell the facts about exactly what had happened when he worked with the Bidens. Take a listen. Here he is again in his own words back in 2020, October of 2020, uh, days away from the election. And here is what he said to the world. My name is Tony Bobolinsky. I served as a lieutenant in the United States Navy with high security clearance. My father and grandfather both served for decades in our country's armed forces. Since leaving the Navy, I've been involved in various successful businesses, both in this country and abroad. I'm making this statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden, in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know, and everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence and the American people can judge for themselves. I brought, I guess, for record, three phones that spanned the years 2015 through 2018. These phones have never been held by anybody else besides myself. 
I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man. The Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. In late 2015, I was approached by James Gillier, whom I had known for many years, about joining him in a deal which he said would involve the Chinese state-owned enterprise, CEFC China Energy, and what he called one of the most prominent families in the United States. I was informed first by Gillier, and then by Hunter Biden, and by Rob Walker, who was working with the Bidens, that the Bidens wanted to form a new entity with CFC, which was to invest in infrastructure, real estate, and technology in the U.S. and around the world. And the entity would initially be capitalized with $10 million and then grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, I agreed at Gillier and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, changed numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sinohawk and its potential business. On May 2nd, 2017, the night before Joe Biden was to appear at the Milken Conference, I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At, and at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe, that night we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. After that meeting, I had numerous communications with Hunter Walker, Gillier, and Jim Biden regarding the allocation of the equity ownership of Sinohawk. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. Let me just stop right there for a second. This all happened on October the 22nd of 2020. This is a guy that was the CEO of a company that was the Biden's company. He just said there in that conversation, he said, let me be clear. Joe Biden, in my hour-long face-to-face meeting with him, Hunter Biden, and his uncle, James Biden, he knew the family business at a at least at the very least at a very high level. Tony Bobolinsky knew what he was doing back then. He knew what he was saying was the truth. He knew if the media did their job, it was going to bury the president of the United States of America. But it didn't. And you want to know why? Because when he said it back then, the media just looked the other way and acted like what he was saying never happened. All right, I want to tell you real quick about Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're literally the only one. 
Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. What does that mean to you? It means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to, but you're doing it without funding the left. You may not know that Big Mobile gives massive donations to Planned Parenthood, to Democratic candidates, causes, and organizations. Why give your money to a group of people that literally hate your values, hate what you stand for, hate your family traditional Christian values? That is why I switched to Patriot Mobile. And when you switch, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responder heroes. They make switching easy. 100% U.S.-based customer service team. Plus, you can keep your same cell phone number or upgrade your phone to a new phone or keep the one you've got in your hand as well. And the most important part, every time you pay your bill, they take a percentage of your bill every month and give it back to conservative causes that you help choose to support. So check them out, patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code FERGUSON. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or 972-PATRIOT. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's also something here that Tony Bobolinsky just said, and I think we should take a moment to talk about how damning this is. And it's sad that it's taken this long for the media to even think about covering Hunter Biden's ex-associate, Tony Bobolinsky. And remember, when he first did his interview, no one would touch him. In fact, the only person who would interview him, if you remember, was a, a, a sit-down interview with a guy by the name of Tucker Carlson. ABC, NBC, CBS, they weren't going to interview him. 
They didn't want to interview a guy that knew everything about the Biden crime family. But let's also talk about what he just said that I played for you a moment ago. I'm going to back this tape up about 15 seconds because I want you to hear it again. I think it's that important that you hear it again. One of the things that was said, all right, by him is he said Joe Biden knew what was going on. Joe Biden knew it all. Joe Biden had an expert level of understanding of the family's business decisions with what they were doing with the Chinese. Now, Joe Biden told the American people that he never made any money from China. He also said that his son never made any money from China. Remember that? That was the second part of that lie. And he, and he said that anybody that said that's a liar, right? Come on, man. Remember when he got real angry when people accused him of shady business dealings with China? And he's like, I've never made a dollar off China. My family's never made a dollar off China. That's a lie, man. Remember that? That's a that's Russian disinformation, right? Remember? Well, guess what? We now have the checks and these suspicious activity reports. And we know that Joe Biden was lying. Tony Bobulinski, by the way, was telling us the truth when Tony Bobulinski said, hey, I've got all the evidence right here. And after he did the interview, which I'm playing for you now, remember, he went and met with the FBI. And what did the FBI do? They didn't do a damn thing. They sat down with him. They talked to him. He told them what he knew. And they said, we'll be in touch. And no one ever called him again. That's what Tony Bobulinski has, has, has said in the interview they did with Tucker. And so now, finally, it's like he's getting his day in court, except he's not getting his day in an actual courtroom because the Bidens have been protected by the deep state. But he is going to get his day in court, at least on Capitol Hill, in a sense, where he can tell his story to Congress under oath in the impeachment inquiry into the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. But listen to what he says about the money, because the money does matter. Listen to what he has to say, and this is back on October the 22nd of 2020. Right? We're in February of 2024 now. So this is a long time ago. And he said the money for the big guy was the big guy. It was Joe Biden. How do I know? Because I was in all the emails. Regarding the allocation of the equity ownership of Sinohawk, on May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret. I also had a disagreement with Hunter about the funds CFC was contributing to Sinohawk. Hunter wanted five million of those funds to go to himself and his family. So he wanted the funds wired directly to an entity affiliated with him. I objected because that was contrary to our written agreements concerning Sinohawk. He said referring to the chairman, his father, that CFC was really investing in the Biden family, that he held the Trump card, and that he was the one putting his family legacy on the line. He also said to me on May 17, 2017, that CFC wanted to be my partner, 
to be partner with the Bidens. During these negotiations, I repeated to Hunter and others that Sinohawk could not be Hunter's personal piggy bank. And I demanded that proper corporate governance procedures be implemented for capital distributions. Hunter became very upset with me. CSC through, two, through July 2017 was assuring me the funds would be transferred to Sinohawk, but they were never sent to our company. Instead, I found out from Senator Johnson's September report that the $5 million was sent in August 2017 to entities affiliated with Hunter. Tomorrow, I will be meeting with the Senate committee members concerning this matter. By, by the way, let me just stop there. Again, this goes back three plus years. Not only did the Biden crime family take money from the Chinese, he also stole from his partners in this entity. Because when you're an addict, right, the rules don't apply to you. When you're a narcissist and you're the vice president, Joe Biden, and you're running for president and then you become the president, right, the rules the Bidens say don't apply to them. We want the $5 million into our bank account. Well, we, no, this isn't your piggy bank. This isn't the agreement. Well, they're only doing business with me because of my father. That's what we've been saying, by the way, all along. The Chinese were only buying access to Joe Biden. They were buying favors from Joe Biden. Tony Bobolinsky was telling you how he's getting screwed. Tony Bobolinsky is telling you exactly why the Biden crime family thought they were untouchable. Tony Bobolinsky is stating everything that backs up all of these other claims by everyone else at this point, saying there was no product. They were buying interest in my family. They were buying interest in my family. That's Hunter Biden's words. He's buying interest into my dad. So you don't get to get your money right, Tony Bobolinsky. I want my $5 million because without my dad, none of this works. Now, by the way, Hunter Biden is right. I want to be clear about that. They're not paying for services rendered. China is buying access to favorable things in the United States of America or for America to look the other way. That's the issue here. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I also just want to step back for a moment and remind you of not just the whistleblowing that Bob Alinsky did that I just played for you, but I also want you to... Fast forward to the interview that Tony Bobolinsky did with Tucker Carlson. Now, when Tucker Carlson did this interview, it was about a year ago, um, he did it while Tucker was on Fox News at the time with, with, with Tucker Carlson tonight. Tony Bobolinsky then started telling everybody what happened after he did this press conference before the election day. What happened when he went to share evidence with the FBI on Hunter Biden and what the FBI did afterwards, which was nothing we've now learned. Take a listen. Government officials are not allowed to sell access to the United States government. Even sitting vice presidents like Joe Biden are not allowed to do that. It's a crime. It is also a crime for anyone in the United States to commit fraud, to defraud their business partners. Now, in the portion of the interview that you just saw, Tony Bobolinsky presented evidence, which we examined, that Hunter Biden did this. He committed fraud against Tony Bobolinsky and his other business partners. The Biden family did that. Now, Bobolinsky gave that evidence to the FBI. What happened next? We asked Tony Bobolinsky. Now, since you are at the very center of the story, since you were the CEO of Sinahawk Holdings. I wish I wasn't. Right, oh, I, I know, I know that's right. <laughs> and, and I wanna ask you about that in a minute because it's a sad story. But since you are, as a factual matter, at the very center of this story, Tell us about your personal interactions with the FBI. So, uh, you know, well, uh, well documented. I was uh, I went to the second debate in Nashville between uh, President Trump and Joe Biden. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had a, the only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. That night I flew to D.C. and the next morning there was a big debate. Do I voluntarily walk into the FBI or do I go sit down with Senator Johnson and Senator Grassley? My, my lawyers decided it was better that I voluntarily go in uh, to sit and, and provide these facts. And so in the morning of October 23rd, the morning after the debate, um, I spent five plus hours sitting in a room uh, with at one point, I think as much as six federal agents walking through all the facts uh, of my knowledge of the Biden family, um, how I got involved in this, you know, the, the trips around the world, you know, ch uh, CFC, Chairman Yee and stuff like that. At the end of that meeting, uh, and remember, I voluntarily went there, so they were happy to take any information I provided to them. Uh, I wish I had pictures of the faces of the two main agents that were interviewing me um, because I would say something and um, you could just see the shock in their face and they would say, hey, let's take a minute. And they'd get up and walk out of the room and the agents would sort of convene and then come back and restart the interview um, because th these facts are just 
for the sake of our country, for national security. Um, at that point, he was uh, candidate Joe Biden. Now he's the sitting president of the United States, the most powerful uh, person in the free world. And um, daunting. So at the end of that five-plus-hour interview, the head of station uh, told my lawyers, listen, an individual man named Tim Tebow is going to run point on all of this. We're definitely going to have Tony come back in for a follow-up interview. Could be as early as next week. Some of the people that were in the room weren't well-versed on all these facts. We may want to have people come in from Baltimore or Delaware. And, you know, I was ready to sit down with anybody that needed me to or travel wherever I wanted to. And, um, and so the head of station gave my lawyers um, Tim Tebow's cell phone number. Tim was not there that day. I think he was out of Washington, D.C. But my lawyers had an hour, hour and a half call with him that Friday night, October 23rd, and subsequent calls through the weekend and the following week when I was then coming on um, your show to uh, provide the facts to the American people. And um, they were supposed to be working a follow-up interview. And Tim Tebow, in his last discussion with my legal counsel, was, listen, we know Tony's cooperating. We appreciate all the information he's provided. Uh, we will follow up with you. We're definitely going to have him come in uh, for a follow-up interview or spend some more time on this. And um, I haven't heard from him since. At all? No. Nor have my lawyers. No communication whatsoever? No. Since before the 2020 election? Correct. It's shocking. Uh, shocking, yeah, that would be one adjective, yeah. Tell us about Tim Tebow. Um, I didn't interact with him, my lawyers right. did, and had extensive discussions. Obviously, all this information, very sensitive, um, and how it was being handled, um, the images off my cell phones, uh, detailed, you know, WeChat discussions with the Chinese, you know, wires changing, just the, the amount of information here is staggering, and the FBI took possession of that information. <laughs> they did. I don't know where it went. So um, I do know, you know, I, uh, to your point earlier of one of the reasons why I'm sitting here, you know, during the summer, there's been all this discussion now about whistleblowers coming forward, coming forward to Senator Grassley, Senator Johnson, uh, Congressman Jordan, Congressman Comer. I mean, it sounds like they're coming out, you know, out of the woodwork, and I think it will continue to accelerate. And apparently a variety of these whistleblowers uh, claim that Tim Tebow was suppressing facts. So imagine I'm actually in Europe traveling, and I'm starting to see these, you know, I call my lawyers monthly. Why haven't I been called in front of a grand jury? Well, this makes no sense to me. They said they were going to follow up within a, you know, a week and do follow-up interviews. And uh, my lawyers were just, you know, stay, you know, let the process work through. I had respect for, obviously, our country. I was trying to uh, respect the, the Department of Justice and let them sure. work through. But then when you hear the person that you're told was assigned to run point on thousands of documents and uh, text messages and calendars and, you know, travel arrangements and all that, that uh, that individual just walked out of the, you know, the FBI uh, uh, headquarters in D.C., you've got to start asking questions. So, and the allegation is that he's a partisan actor acting on behalf of effectively the Democratic Party. That's yeah, the allegation about Yeah, apparently multiple whistleblowers have come forward and claimed that, correct. Would you speak to the FBI again? I'd be happy to. At any time? At any time. No, no, not just the FBI, uh, the U.S. attorney. Uh, I mean, these facts are extensive, well-documented, easily verified metadata, multiple sources saying the same sure. thing, uh, zero chance that uh, this has anything to do with Russia 
or uh, disinformation. So we've heard repeatedly accounts that there is, is or was a grand jury, jury impaneled in Delaware. Yeah. What do you know about that? Um, I know one thing, I haven't been called in front of them, and, uh, which is uh, surprising, disappointing, I don't know. You, you know, were the business some, partner some, of the Biden people, family. Some people say, you know, aren't you happy that you didn't have to go through and, and sit in front of people for 20 hours getting asked a thousand questions? And I say, uh, no, our country deserves the facts. They need to know about the facts. And when you have a media and, um, you know, some of the biggest uh, tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, publicly acknowledging that they did suppress the story. Uh, Jack Dorsey at Twitter publicly acknowledging it was a mistake. We made a total mistake with the New York Post. We, we corrected that within 24 hours. It was, not, it was not to do with the content, it was to do with a hacked materials policy. We changed that based on um, they're not wanting to delete that tweet. I completely agree with, I see it, but it is, it is something we learn. It, there wasn't a do-over. We didn't get to go back and fix that history was altered. Uh, this was this is history altering facts debate with anybody put me in a room with anybody that claims anything i've said any document of i've i've produced is altered or fabricated i'd love that challenge tony bobolinsky here is not just whistleblowing on the biden crime family and the lies of hunter biden he's testifying on the money he's testifying on the suspicious activity reports he's testifying on the arrangements, he's testifying on the conversations, he's testifying on direct conversations with the President of the United States of America. He's also testifying about how they set all this up and how it was, in fact, (laughs) buying access. That's what it was doing to the Bidens. Like, Hunter Biden and James Biden were telling him, we are the product, right? Like, the access to my father is the product. He met with the White House. He met with people around the president. He was getting things done. China sent the money not to this company that was formed, but sent it to another company that the Bidens controlled the money. He has all of this. Did the grand jury ever call him? Nah, why would they do that, right? Why Why would? Why on earth would that ever happen? Apparently, that should, no, we would never do that. We would never, why, we wouldn't need to talk to this guy. In the grand jury and the indictment of of Hunter? No. Never talked to him. Of course they didn't because they knew he knew everything. And they didn't actually want a real investigation. They didn't actually want to find out anything they would have to prosecute. They were trying to give him a sweetheart deal. And they gave him a sweetheart deal. It was only the judge because of the judge that they didn't have to do the deal at the end of the day. These are the problems... With the deep state in our government right now and just how corrupt our government is. This is also why it's so important that I remind you today about Tony Bobolinsky and what he said in the past. And how important of a figure he is in this conversation. Make sure you please share this podcast and this show anywhere that you can on social media. To get the word out. It is important. Make sure you pay attention to what Tony Bobolinsky says, and a lot of this will, I'm sure, leak out this coming week. But if there's anybody that the Biden crime family is afraid of their testimony, it's Tony Bobolinsky, because they know what he knows because they were sitting down with him doing the business deals. And the business deals, to quote Hunter, was buying access to my dad. See you back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. 
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.